0: In this podcast, we review pilot episodes of popular TV shows with a dose of shenanigans along the way. I'm Burden. I'm Dave. And this week, we're reviewing Hulu's The Handmaiden's Tale. So sit back, relax, and don't blame the pilot. Don't blame the pilot. It might be on fire.
1: I knew you were going to get it wrong. Everybody gets it wrong. Of course wrong? No, you called it the handmaiden's tail. What what is this? It's the handmaid's tail. <laughs> is this? Yeah. Really? Yeah, but um I've is, heard is that
0: is that a common thing? Wait, well, it? Like, really, is it? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um a lot of people call it a handmaid's tale or handmaid's tail, handmaiden's tale.
0: Handma you're right. I don't know I don't know why I thought it was that.
1: Because I did as well. So the other day.
0: So what's the difference between a handmade and a handmade? And
1: I don't know. It's probably like
0: semantics.
1: Tomato or tomato, it? I guess.
0: I don't know. I'm not, I'm not tomato a, tomato. <laughs> I'm not an expert on. Uh... We're not expert in anything, David. It's, no. like, it's all right, <laughs> really. Yeah, yeah. True,
1: <laughs> true, true, true. You know, before we get into it, um, mm. just briefly, uh, season five <laughs> of Rick and Morty is. <laughs> Banging, so far of what I've seen. seen. The
0: fir- I've seen the first two.
1: Yeah. Um. And I thought the first one was like I thought it was just going to be like a fluke, you know, like oh cool. But then after I saw the second one, I'm thinking, oh maybe they've like kind of realised what made the show good in the first place. Yeah. That, that I think they lost in season three
0: and four. The quite self, the quite self-aware of it, aren't they? I think at mm-hmm. this point.
1: Yeah, and uh, and fair enough, and I mean, and that's all I have to say on that. So. Yeah, they're just
0: self-contained stories. I think that's what makes it great, really, rather than this big overarching thing. Oh, evil Morty and shit like that. Yeah, I know. But the uh, the
1: the fan base got. I can't wait until we talk about it eventually. But the I know we
0: we we will eventually get the Rick and Morty, won't we?
1: Yeah, because the fan base is you're all horrible.
0: It's just as bad as the Star Wars fan base, but once again, we always we always devolve into Star Wars, don't we? Yeah, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know why I can't, can't help it.
1: And we're, we're members of both of those groups, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, but, well, just just before we get into it, uh, I have a few comments from the last episode. If, if if you didn't watch it, listen to it. Sorry, there's a podcast. It's for ears only. Uh, we we reviewed Thomas Tank Engine, and God. I had an absolute blast with it, and and so did our listeners as well. Funnily enough, yeah. Um on uh, well, I, I get the first one out way. Um, is it Reece Lightning? He's um yes, he's he's Welsh. Yes, he's uh Reece. He's, he, uh, it's Reece. 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 <laughs> yeah, I, I, do, I do apologize. Uh <laughs> And his surname's not Lightning. Um, and it's just like yeah, I know, but it's his, it's his type, <laughs> isn't it is it is Instagram. you uncultured swine. So um. Reason, because we pointed out Thomas the Tank Engine is a bit of a little shit, isn't he? Yeah. He said, um, reason Thomas is a shit. The books were written by Rev W. Audrey. Sorry. Um, he hated that, he that books had uh, stories about characters who were just good for no apparent reason. He felt that kids would learn from a character who was flawed. All Thomas's stories are main antagonists as a twat. They get their conuppance. C- c- and comeuppance fuck me come up, and. Come up and they learn to be a twat they learn that being a twat is bad earlier form of character development brilliant yeah i, I really botched that comment i do apologize risa fans that's a welsh name as well isn't it <laughs> risa um,
1: fans also not him but yeah
0: <laughs> all... risa, why it's Reese lightning that's why he's done it isn't he yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> r- fair play fair play <laughs> We were talking about Greece the other day, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. How great it is, but uh, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> Whenever we get to a film podcast in the near future, but yeah, it, it makes makes a good point though. I, I think that's what makes Thomas fantastic. I know we brought it up in, um last week in in the podcast, and I I watched a few of the newer ones, and it is just a little bit like, oh, here comes Thomas. He is blue. Blue is the color of the sky. It's a bit. It's it's like too it. babyish. Yeah, yeah. But the one we watched was just like, oh, Thomas is acting like a twat today. You no, know, how even
1: gonna... even Batchor loved it. When... Everyone does. Yeah, it, he it went might, back. It might
0: have a bit of a resurgence. <laughs> yeah. Thomas, it's great. Honestly,
1: he went back. He went back and was like, oh wow, that's really good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah. But it must be though. You, you know, we always rip in the kids to follow it. You know, only little kids can watch it. But the stuff that sticks with you is usually very good. You know, there's probably a lot of crap that we just cannot... Well, like, we just did not process as a kid. Mm-hmm. I can imagine a lot of kids now who were watching uh, um, YouTube stuff, you know, like Charlie bit my finger. Isn't that... that no, that's a viral video. But there's, you know, those singing songs that are just on loop and, and are pretty much created by bots at this point.
1: Wait, well, mean like Baby Shark?
0: Baby Shark, yeah. Where it's just nonsense isn't it and you constantly repeat it do you think kids will generally remember that song i know it's very catchy but it just it, there's nothing substantial in it wherever thomas the tank engine has like a morality to it there's there's lessons yeah no ba- 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 the baby shark just makes brain melt yeah you know um and it keeps kids entertained for a bit nice <laughs> colors and that, does isn't it like there's no lessons in it
1: but then again is he like i don't know is he unpacked lunch boxes with the baby shark
0: it's everywhere. Get them on T-shirts. And shit. Well, can you believe? It's the number one most watched YouTube video of all time. Mm, yeah, well, more people have watched it than the population of this planet. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, but um, maybe that's just a kid's thing. I mean, we briefly talked about Teletubbies last week. You know, even when I was like, even when I was like. I don't know when it started, when I was like five or whatever. Mm. And it would come on and, you know, there was the bit where they'd do, like, they'd all go like, oh, again, again. And they'd yeah. play the same clip. I, mm. I just did my tits in back then. I felt robbed of my time, even as a kid. I did as
0: well, yeah. Mm. I don't think kids are as stupid as we make them out to be. No, they're not. We use their I, like I, oh dreadful this capitalistic notion that wouldn't you know we, I never I <laughs> down never, with the bourgeoisie yeah, I
1: never make them out to be stupid <laughs> apart from the ones that watch Riverdale but then um what kid watch Riverdale I don't know yeah, It's not for anybody is it really <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who does watch Riverdale honestly yeah. Um it's someone you put in the background isn't it anyway um onto on onto another one this is from Reddit from. Another unpronounceable name. You, you know how Reddit names are. Um, yeah. Uh, he said, nice podcast, I enjoyed it a lot, but there's one thing. I don't think cutting existing footage and editing into a different episode would work. The locations don't look the same, and many episodes would be possible... I guess he's trying to say impossible. It would be impossible if it was done like this, for example, Henry's Forest. Now, we, we talked about how it would how you could pretty much just re-edit to the old well, ones. And, and I can't remember there being any of the locations, but it's obviously, you know, it, it, I, mean, I was probably five since I last properly watched the whole thing. I think I didn't explain my point very okay, well. It's my fault. So this what, is your time David. Yeah,
1: what, what I was trying to say was like, leave the episode, leave the visuals from beginning to the end of the episode, exactly how they are. Mm. But you can make a completely different narrative with a voiceover in that story nice. is what i meant so like you don't even have to really you don't have to do any video editing you know it's just mm. you just keep it the same and you just do a different voiceover it's like al- alternate voiceover basically that's the best and I, I i couldn't say it last week i just couldn't get it out but that's what <laughs> i meant because i was trying i was trying to explain to you over and over and you're going well you- what about this and this and i was going i was going, no i mean and i just couldn't get my words out um so that's well, my uh- fault
0: well I, well, I was advocating for... If you just got two comedies, like, ma- imagine Matt Stone and Trey Parker doing Thomas the Tank Engine from scratch. Yeah. That was my pitch. Mm-hmm. But, um, anyways, but we'll, um... Yeah, and, and, and the rest of the comments has to do with Tugs, even though it was only one little section in the podcast. Uh, yeah,
1: I'm buzzing about that, but, like, I I, it- I thought I was the only person that watched Tugs when I was oh, a kid. It's,
0: it's, it's kicking off, right? <laughs> so, um... <laughs> so one of them was um, we just got it an hour ago he said um, about Tugs I thought it was a great show probably because I prefer boats to trains growing up scariest moment for me was the explosion on the dockside and the big loading crane crashing down
1: oh god yes
0: do you remember that yep I do was it scary yeah
1: that whole show's scary <laughs>
0: You, you, you mentioned that it was made by the same people as Thomas Stankin, but the faces look absolutely horrible. No, not not, in, like, the badly made, they just look terrifying, like there's something off about them. Yeah. I think it's the fact that one has a monocle on it. The, the more, like, the, the just little square faces Yeah, he's called... Um, a tug. He's it's called... like a tug chimney, isn't it? You know, like, with with the... With the, the uh, I the call them engine, but with the trains, yeah, it makes sense, because there's always a circle at the front of these trains, that's how they look, so you could slap a face on it. But with tugs, they've just slapped... A square face onto one of the chimneys?
1: Um,
0: More or less. I know there's... Well, no,
1: it's where the it's where the captain would normally go. Do you have a captain of a tugboat? I don't know, but... Yeah, yeah you're, you're bound to. The driver? I don't know. They're not pilots, are they?
0: Well, we didn't understand how, you know, steam trains work, <laughs> David, <so>. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which, I know. Um, I'm, I'm not going to
1: tell Look, I don't know how tugboats work, all right? I'm just <laughs> going to put that out there. But there is an interesting thing about tugs. Um, I went back to watch that Ghost episode... I conquer mm-hmm. my fears maybe you know and um i noticed that i i thought they were all scouse but that's not true they're all they, they all have different accents from all across the united kingdom and mm-hmm. and what I, and what i i don't know this for sure but one of them has uh well i do know for sure that one of them has a Macam accent he's from sunderland and sunderland had a big shipyard Scene at the time, oh, so cool. um, Glasgow was one of them. Um, the Glaswegian accent, there was a Liverpoolian accent, and I just thought, oh, it's all the big shipyards of the time, that's oh, where that's all the accents really were. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, um, well, there would have been a
0: Liverpool one, Manchester, yeah, yeah. of course. I'm sure it, well, it was, it's not Newcastle, it's um, like North Shield or Whitley Bay. Yeah, so um,
1: it was, yeah. Um, yeah, there's a little there's a little Tug boat. He's called Sunshine. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, alright. that's that's quite nice. He's the one who's like, yeah, what's that boat doing coming out of the water? It's <laughs> a big boat, that lake. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how he sounds. <laughs> Is
0: it? Yeah, it's exactly how he sounds. I never thought Tugs would represent our home city. Also, I wouldn't... It well, would have been a town back then, but yeah.
1: I wouldn't recommend going back to that. I, I couldn't believe it. I was so shocked. There is a really, really racist boat in, um, in that ghost oh, episode oh of Tugs. You. Yeah. Oh He's Mexican. And i that's all I'm going to say. Okay. But, uh, wow. Yeah. We've come a long way since 1989. <laughs> that's all <laughs> I'll tell you. Wow. 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 Um,
0: but, uh, should we, should we do the episode? Oh, yeah, have you not got got, 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 my tugs? Sorry, I do, I do, I do. Um, This one isn't about tugs, but, you know, someone got into the conversation of just things that that terrified them as a kid. Um, Hook underscore house. That's a lot easier to pronounce. Thank you for a decent Instagram tag. Uh, The master from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, to be fair, had no idea... God, the grammar grammar people. Um, The master from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, to be fair, had no idea why, just bad... The thought he was going to climb through my window—worst part when I was eleven.
1: You read like you read that like you don't know English.
0: <laughs> well, neither does Hook House. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: horrible. Thank you for the comment, Hookhouse.
0: Th- thank you. Um, I get what he was saying. I get what you were saying. I have that. no context.
1: I've never seen Buffy. Um, I have seen a bit of Buffy, and I do know what he's talking about. It used to be on Sky One. In the mornings on a Saturday and... um Linging. Yeah, it used to scare me. Did you... That used to scare... God, Tugs used to scare me, so Buffy the Vampire Slayer definitely scared me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: definitely scared me. Is Buffy a kid's show, though?
1: It's a teen show, isn't
0: it? Te- yeah, yeah, fair play.
1: It's a teen show. So, um, yeah, I saw, I saw a bit of Buffy. Never saw Angel. This in the same universe. Did you um, know that I I did yeah yeah um but I can't comment any further than that really I'd have to look up before that thing again um but there's a lot of things that yeah people get so wrong and disturb children with you know
0: <laughs> it's it's rife with the BBC I think <laughs> well
1: yeah yeah and that's just the legal stuff so.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, um, and, and just to finish off Mike's comment, to do with Thomas Tanken. We already mentioned it. He said like, would never have guessed this episode, lads. So Another good one. I'll be surprised if you just don't get lynched after you're trying to figure out how steam trains work. <laughs> and I think <laughs> I, th- I think I think we'll end it on that one. Um, yes, yeah, sh- should we? Sh- are you going to put in uh, a cheeky tune as a little break?
1: Uh, well, yeah, I've got one more thing. One oh, more sorry, th- yeah, one more sorry. thing. Did you, watch, the gun. did you watch? Did you watch last video? I oh, was the first part, yeah. My God, did he half give us a shout out in his last episode? Mm, in part, yeah, two.
0: yeah, um, it was for f- Phantom Menace because he's reviewing the. Yeah,
1: for. yeah, but he's like, he's put like, probably about f- a third of his old video talking about us
0: at the end. Is this in the second part? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I need to watch it. I didn't. I, oh, yeah, he did come over. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I was the thing was I was very re- I was I think I was insanely drunk when I posted it to. Um, Cause you know, like I, we, we we like to we like to share Batcho's stuff with them with our guys, and I think I was massively drunk when it came out, so I never got around to watching it.
1: Yeah, my God, bless him, he's such a nice guy. He's always like sung our praises, and on his YouTube channel. And I know you're not going to believe me when I say this, but we've never asked him to, and um, and he's never asked us to ever shout. Like we just kind of he just comes on because we want him to come on. Like, because we we'll like him.
0: He's he's even saying, like, "Oh, you're not gonna have any other guests," and just like, oh, can not <laughs> be us, really?
1: Yeah. He went, "Do you not want a break?" And we're like, "No." Well, the thing, no. But uh,
0: well, the th- well, the thing is, I've I've looked at all of the you know podcast promotion, how to get the word out. Then the number one rule is to have like guests on all the time. That's the best way to expand it. But I think once we just had batch, I was just like, oh, I'm just happy with that, really.
1: Yeah, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the same. I'm the same. If
0: anyone does want to come on the, the the podcast, though, yeah, you're more than welcome. I think that'd be quite funny. Yeah, just have someone random <laughs> from our Instagram.
1: Well, it's a, it's a good dynamic because Batchelite like really disagreed with us on the Phantom Menace, and I, I think it would be funny that you know when we finally do,
0: he's kind of right though, isn't he? I, well, I think it's just pure nostalgia, the Phantom Menace trailer.
1: I've got an idea. Ooh. I've got a little idea. You know, like we Go said on, on our fiftieth episode, we're just going to do the Phantom Menace. Yeah. Why don't we just give him a quick call? And hear his bit for like ten minutes about the Phantom Menace. Yeah. In the middle of it, because I want yeah. him, I want um, well, I want him to fucking roast it. Well, how, long,
0: how long until our fiftieth episode?
1: <sighs> well, he'll have to come on before that because it's about half a year away or something. But yeah. Um.
0: So tune in. Tune into that. Um. In about six months' time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, long
1: way away. But
0: cool. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll 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 see you after this lovely break.
1: Boop. Yeah, that'll be gone, obviously. Will it? Will Will it? it? Will it? (laughs) Yeah. Do I ever take them out? I don't know. You, know.
0: you don't take anything out. There's literally, there's literally bits where, there's a bits where I'm like to like, oh, like, uh, oh, but, oh, that was really good, David. Um, you know, how long was that? And all these little dribbles at the end, and you just leave it in. I'm like, You're supposed to cut it out?
1: Yeah, but I have music playing over it. It's like end oh, credits. Well, well, that,
0: well, that makes it alright. Cool. So,
1: like the news ending. You know, when the news anchors pretend to be friendly to each other when the credits are rolling, and then somebody goes, "You're off the air," and they go, all "Right, fuck you." Like, a cigarette, and then they're off. Like. <laughs> It's just oh that's what I always imagine anyway. That they just don't like each other at all. Um anyway, the, the handmaid's, handmaid's tale. The, the handmaids
0: The Handmaid's Tale. The handmaid's tale. Yes. Um I, how how do you want to go about doing this? Because I've got some very convoluted facts here. Well, before you
1: get into that, I will say that I yeah. I had seen this first episode before and I didn't even realise. Really? Um basically I was uh I was in a house in the countryside a few years mm-hmm. ago. Must have been after 2017 because that's when this came out. Well, and, David
0: uh David? Go on.
1: You know, like there's something about like the countryside where like people who have like lots lots of money as well, they'll have like these really big like grand houses, but they always have a small TV. Don't know, right. don't know why. Right, but mm-hmm. that's just that just seems to be the thing. And um, they had the handmaid's tale, and I must have missed the start of the episode um and i watched about eight episodes in a row just I, I i like
0: and you can't remember any of it
1: oh no well i mean i was quite drunk but i remember a lot of it i mm. i um i thought it was such a great concept right up my alley like dystopia I, mm. I'm, I'm well into anything like that um I, yeah, so I was surprised when I came back and realised how much I remember. And I was like, oh, I have seen this episode before. Um, have you ever stumbled upon it before?
0: Uh, I've, uh, no, I, I, I've seen all the promotion for it and mm. I'd never fancied it. And I think it was because, funny enough, it was it was the reason why I think it, they could have done something different with this. Oh, it's okay. the reason why i never watched it in the first place so it makes sense why they didn't do it. Okay. But um yeah, so i saw i saw that and i thought like oh it just looks like a wishy-washy period drama. Um which I, I i'm not i'm not i know i know i know i'm dismissing it. I'm I'm very, you know, i i always judge things by the by the covers. And um yeah, and, and that was it and then i think it was i think somebody brought up the concept to me mm-hmm. and i thought oh that sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that was the reason why I wanted to review it this week. Yeah,
1: it's um, almost like Children of Men, which is one of the I was thinking great it's like sci-fi it's like films. It's like reverse
0: that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah,
1: similar to it. Um,
0: well, since you've seen it all, David, you can you can clarify a few things for me that I can't remember off the top of my head. But I remember I had a few little things I didn't quite understand.
1: Well, and and a lot and okay. a lot of it's
0: and a lot of it's to do with um stuff that I should be able to pick up on, you know, going to film school and <laughs> that sort of thing, like, okay, there's something here clearly, but I I'm not really tuning into it. Okay. Um I will I'll try my best. But I'm going to I'm, I'm do you know, I I'm going to I'm going to lay in some um facts along the way. Actually, no, should we just do one block. I, I don't know David, Like. It's up to you. Give me answers. All right. So, um, <laughs> is that an Does that count in an answer? It's up to you. It's up to you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's do it. So, uh, the the actresses have said that they, that the head coverings they wear when they go outside are like blinders, completely cutting off the, their peripheral vision. The mm-hmm. actresses can't see each other unless they're looking directly at each other. They have to act largely based on what they can hear, which which does go into a lot of the themes, of this uh this pilot
1: well yeah I, I mean i could i could answer why i think that is the case mm-hmm. it's um to emphasize that they are like cattle mm. um or like farm animals you know like horses would wear those kind of things they call them wings in the show yes and um
0: which is um well, well we're going into the bit, the bit of christianity here the whole um <coughs> it's 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 actually very orwellian when you think about it it's yep. misinformation it, well funny enough um, the writer uh what, what's her name she called uh, margaret atwood yeah she said that she she got a lot of inspiration from 1984 and the whole idea that they're called something that would blind their vision wings is like quite fascinating to me because in 1984 you have like the ministry of love which is completely the opposite. It's gaslighting essentially, uh-huh. and so when they when they're naming something which which blinds you from a truth, whether that be literal or like me- metaphorical, mm-hmm. it's gaslighting because they're naming. Oh no, th- those are your wings. They enlighten you, and it does exactly the opposite. It's very Orwellian. Yeah, I think yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. I am, um, and I do get what you're saying. Where the costumes, kind of, um, you know, to have that on the cover art. For example, mm. when season one was coming out, I can see how that would be like off putting because it doesn't make it look seem like a science fiction or anything like that. It's more like, like you said, a period <sighs> drama.
0: Well, what a perfect seg- segue, David, because oh. um, Margaret Atwood doesn't consider it science fiction. Oh. Um, Booking the genre label, Atwood has commented repeatedly that the story isn't science fiction because she purposely ensured that everything that happens is in it is. So something that's really happened at some point in history or society. Uh, she long considered that something like this could happen under any any of the right conditions. Um, and she said, um, and especially potent through now, that the Handmaid's Tale costumes are being worn at protests.
1: Mm. Well, I I agree with her that it could happen at any moment. I mean, you only have to look at the hysteria of the last year I and, mean, like...
0: Well, I anyway, I you- I think I, I think science fiction is more um showing what is happening now through well through like you know robots and time travel and stuff like that, isn't it? Yeah. Science fiction is actually about the present. Yeah. mm Mhm. This this or what is, would happen with a te- yeah, it's, this, it's allegories, the, isn't it? Yeah,
1: this is like a very realistic hypothetical.
0: Yes, which is which is which has happened before. Yeah. I think someone mentioned um Oh God. I, I had it somewhere, but I, I think there was something in like Iran in the early nineteen thirties which had something quite kind of similar to this. Really? There's little a, there's a little aspects. That's what she says, like she found little moments in history that have that happened here and kind of blended them together and then put mm-hmm. them in a, a democratic nation. Did so. You might not know the answer to
1: this, um but uh did she find anything like of uh, like a real lack of infertility Mm, i'm not sure Mm. i I, I don't know either i I wouldn't know i'd have thought not but i I like the um there is a there is a certain point in the episode where a bit of exposition and it's it's like background exposition as well isn't it? it's on a projector Mm. where they show the level of like childbirth going down from the 1960s to 2015 with the like um not like quite nuclear revolution but it seems like you know like pol- the the uprise of pollution and global warming and stuff like that then causing less children to be born less women to be pregnant and even then what's the status say that uh you've only got a one in five chance of a healthy birth even if you get pregnant it's like that's the that's the world that this is setting you know
0: uh, see that's what kind of confused me a little bit. Go on. And I'm not sure. I've only seen the first episode, obviously, so I have no context. Uh-huh. I, I I assumed that that was another form of misinformation. Uh no. Oh, is that literally what's going on? That, that is children of men. Oh, is oh global warming's doing something to? No, that really is. Um. That that really is it. It's not like a, a cult manipulation or anything
1: no there really is a lack of infertility in this world okay and um, they're
0: using these women to have more children is that the yeah it's uh or is there more to it is is, is that what the, is that what the first value of this is i suppose actually... it's
1: you think of like um extremism and um it's sort of like you said, manipulation and stuff like that. It's like a religion that has managed to overthrow the US government What's because people because yeah <laughs> because um people are worried that they can't have children and all of a sudden in dark times religion can mm. find its way back, you know? Very true. Um well and <laughs> to,
0: to to segue into another fact, David. Yeah. Um, The show uses biblical story of Rachel, the wife of Jacob, who gave him her maid to lay with and impregnate. Rachel would then raise the child as her own. In this show, the fertile handmaiden performs... (laughs) Sorry, the show, the fertile handmaids (laughs) perform the same function as Rachel's handmaid. Uh And the commander's infertile wives perform the same function as Rachel did. However, in the scripture... Rachel became fertile eventually and bore Jacob two biological children, Benjamin and Joseph. The aspect of the story, which is not in the show, actually makes um, Gilad's handmade slash forced surrogate system seem even more cruel and archaic and emphasizes even more the barbarity and evil of the despotic dogma that is the basis of the theocratic Gil- Gilad regime. Wow, that was a tongue twister. <laughs> Uh, i should practice these before i do (laughs) that's all right
1: it's all right (laughs) the um yeah it's misinterpret well (laughs) any religious book is open to interpretation isn't it right and that's why you end up with extremism in any religion you know well
0: just to go just go a little bit offshoot a little bit david so the the Constitution of America, uh, you've heard of that, right? Yes. It's um, you have the founding fathers, and they spent months on this, arguing over every little detail, every little footnote, everything, uh-huh. so that nobody would not you know so people wouldn't interpret it the incorrect way, and they were absolutely anal about this. Yep. Right. And even now, there's people that are arguing over certain things, like the right to bear arms, for instance. Yeah. And there's even arguments over them, and they they go into flipping detail of everything, and people still find little ways. It, 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 to go back to religion, the separation of church and state, yeah. it seems pretty straightforward, doesn't it? But even people can find ways to bullshit a different narrative than that. Uh-huh. So I, I think... My, so going to the Bible, the Bible isn't that. It's just... The world was made in seven days. That's it. Right now, now if if the founding fathers were writing the Bible, they would go like, "Okay, it was made in seven days. Okay, how does it does each day classes twenty four hours like like oh, it was? Always things but different back then. You know, there'd be loads of questions for us. So it. So religion is stupidly powerful. How you can manipulate things, and if you go to something like." To justify anything even like genocide the most awful act of mankind is is all down to how you can interpret the, these words essentially and go oh it's god isn't it
1: mm-hmm. yep
0: um i don't know if there was a question in there david but i just thought
1: no no you're 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 right yeah yeah i yeah. I, I agree with you um it's funny that uh I'm not, i wouldn't say religion is dead in the united kingdom but um certainly not as popular as it used to be uh not by a long shot either and uh in america it's still booming and well this was this was a place that tried to do it different from the united kingdom
0: well well ironically um the uk is a christian nation founded that way yeah Yeah. we're not that Christian, really. No. And Amer- America was literally founded to be the opposite. They were founded on no <laughs> fucking religion. You can practice it and we'll give you every right to, but this country is not religious in the slightest from a government point of view. We are secular as fuck. Yeah, yeah America is one of the most religious yep. countries in the world. Yeah, I know. So God, it's a bit God of God it, bless a our troops.
1: Ad- yep.
0: Yeah, I and, know. you know, and, and, and they added. In God we trust and, and to the dollar bill and, well, the bills and stuff like that. here's
1: the thing that I don't know if you noticed um, that a lot of the handmaids, when they talk about, you know, when they realise they can speak to each other, mm-hmm. they don't know whether they can trust each other or not. They're,
0: they're, yes, because they, they, think, they think each one's like a spy or something.
1: Yeah, they, they talk about fleeing the country, particularly mm-hmm. to Canada. So it would lead you to believe that this is not happening around the world. This is America. It's this only is- in America. It would make sense, I'd think. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: It's only happening in America, and it, you don't know. I think the only there's only two states left. There's a U.S. flag flying in Chicago, and it's only got two flag, uh, two stars. I didn't so, notice that. Okay. Yeah, um, it's not, um, it's narrated, that by the lead character June. Okay, so there's only two states. There's only two states left.
0: There's a bit of fascism going on, I, I, I presume. So is one of the states like an outgroup or anything?
1: Uh, no, no, no. That is what is left of the United States of America. the The world that the Handmaids live in is this. That that's a new, like civilization, not civilization. A new nation. You know, that's a new that that is what's going on in most of the country. They have overthrown the right. United States of America. For the most part,
0: I know. In originally in the book, there's no black people in this because they got rid of. Um, yeah. yeah, every black person, I think. And, yeah, and, and and I know that I know in this they brought it back because it's a bit like yeah we probably we've got some great especially that woman from um, Orange is the New Black. Yeah, she really, really good. She
1: is amazing. She she's um, she's great in everything. Yeah, she um, she really
0: is. Um, it's a shame she's been typecast as the lesbian though, isn't it? So uh,
1: Samira I Wiley, good. that's her name yeah and um yeah she's great in it. and elizabeth moth uh moth moth she 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 she's, she she's fantastic yeah
0: yeah
1: she is i think um, i think a lot of the um i think a lot of the acting's brilliant in this actually i i i'm i'm getting the feeling that you're, you're not going to be in agreement with me but i think this is a quality tv show and i think it's a quality pilot as well but what do you think
0: There's 80% of this is amazing.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: But it's it's missing something, and I kind of think I know what the problem is. I, I might be completely wrong, but it's missing that extra 20% that'll make it, like, the hottest shit.
1: Well, I, I thought, I was guessing when I was watching it that you weren't going to be a fan of the narration
0: i love
1: the narration dear oh yeah. fair because i thought it was great as well it and i, I can't see any other way how they would get around it because they're not really allowed to speak their mind so like mm-hmm. it kind of i just can't think of any other way to do it and there's also there's a bit where um, there's a flashback um mm-hmm. with uh, june and her daughter and they're in like an aquarium or something like that there's lots of jellyfish flying around or whatever and um i think in anything else that scene would have annoyed me but because the the visuals aren't the point of it it's the the dialogue in the background that is oh sorry the dialogue at the forefront that's all that matters you know they could have shown anything Mm. the kid the, the mother and the kid doing anything wouldn't have mattered you know right um and i yeah, I really like the narration. Well, I haven't seen anything that pulls off good narration in a long time.
0: Well, here's my issue, and go it's on, go on. and it, it's not exactly a glaring issue. It's something very subtle. Go on. And it, it harkens back to th- this idea: if you if you're pushing something, you need to go all the way with it, or just don't bother. And um, what's that? What's that mini series with um, Emma Stone and Jonah Hill?
1: oh god I know what you're talking about, you know I've talking not, about? yeah I've not it's, seen um, it was done by
0: a, it was done by a Japanese um director I think And written by so it, it's got it's got a lot of Japanese inspirations to it it's, like, it's got like an anime type of concept right okay I can't, what, I can't remember what it's called um but a lot of people brought up the point that like it was really good but it didn't go far enough in its weirdness and it should have absolutely just went for it. And it was kind of 80% there. Of weirds. wow, this is a mindfuck. But it still just didn't go far enough. Ooh. So... Well,
1: I... I'd, I'm I'm not one of those kind of people that say that... <laughs> I mean, I'm going to con- contradict myself anyway, because I think maybe it would be more... It's more shocking and more full-on for women. You know, the idea... Of this, but I'm not talking about that. What do you, What do you mean, though? What are you t- What are you talking about? Like, so, what what bit do you not think that went full out on?
0: I'm talking the filmmaking. The filmmaking, really? Mm-hmm. God, I really liked it. I, oh, I did as well. But the he's, oh God, it, I'm 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 not taking my a long time to get around to the point. So you, you've heard of Terrence Malick, because I keep whittering on about. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, he has his editing style. And Christopher Nolan has pretty much nicked it more or less. So if you think of a Nolan film, I know I, I hate to be obvious here, but it's um, he and the Handmaiden Tale does this as well. It's it's like non-linear editing, which I absolutely adore. Right. And and they do it in parts in here, but the 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 bit which annoy annoys me, and it's actually two things actually. So they have this opening section. Uh-huh. Which completely justifies in a story sense, but I felt like they just shouldn't have had that in there in the first... They shouldn't have had it at all. What
1: about if they had it later in the episode?
0: Maybe, right, this is how I... Right, it's, it's because there's two points I want to make and they're kind of the same thing. Okay. So going back to what I said about the... Uh, me thinking it was like in the 1800s or something, or like a period piece. Yeah. I wish that it was, right? Mm-hmm but it actually was set in the present, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but they didn't show that to the audience until right at the end. And I, w- and I wish it would have been a bit of, oh, what's that flipping, who's the guy who did The Sixth Sense? It was The Village. M. Night Shyamalan, village. yeah. Yeah. Um, and the whole and the whole show should have been, you think it's set in like the 1920s or some period yeah, time, what, whatever, I, yeah. and then it lets it go. The, the intro, Kind of disappointed me because it, it let the the bag out straight away and i uh, am just before you say anything and not, not just because it revealed what time period it was in yeah it's simply because y- you kind of know that this person's done some done something to get there and, and there's a hook there isn't it it's it, it's kind of it, it borderlines into kind of cliche tv where it's like oh we've got to have an inciting in this incidence but i feel like the show is better than that i wish this whole show would have started with um with the main character, you know, when she's actually in there and it's a monologue, yeah, and she's sat by the window. I mm-hmm. think it should have started there because that's kind of the point. It's it's about her, and then we could have used that that Terence Malick type of editing, which they do do in bits. I wish they went would have went full on with it, right? That type of editing to show that there's a child involved, and what? we would have made that connection of that's what she's trying to stay alive for.
1: Yeah, I I I get that, but. If, if it was, like, a short film or a feature-length film, I would have been in total agreement. But the show, it, as a whole, I predict anyway. I, w- I watched the second episode again last night, and I mean, I've got vague mem- vague memories of the rest, you know. But I feel like the show as a whole is better than that. And, like, you could have had that twist of the first episode, but then people might have been expecting you know like it's it's more of a slow burner kind of thing as it goes i didn't
0: i didn't i I didn't say it should have been like a twist that like oh it's we're in the present or the future i think that should have just been let out subtly every now and then Mm -hmm. yeah and and i i get what you mean and it's just because that intro just felt like tv crack of oh my god like oh she's running away from something she's protecting the child well it's
1: not a complete
0: giveaway and i know like um, I wish they just held back I think because the whole show is kind of like that isn't it there's a lot of you don't know what's going on really well there's
1: no there's no phones at the very start for example there's no like mm-hmm. smartphones or anything like that, that to give away the time period and the car they're in I know you'd never noticed this but like it, it is a big deal that the car is from like the early 1980s and mm-hmm. um, so like that still leaves it to interpretation of like what time period is the mm-hmm. show actually happening? Maybe the clothes are a giveaway. The, the, I think it was
0: the I think it was the guns at the start that just made me think. Right, okay. Yeah, um, and I know you're probably going to make a point. oh, Well, they had those guns in the eighties, but you know what I mean. It's 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 a sign of yeah like, modern. I know,
1: like modern warfare of some sort, modern warfare, isn't it? Yeah,
0: and the type of gear they're getting up and that. But, yeah, um, yeah. I just wish they would have held back and just slowly, because it it adds to the fuckery of it all. Because if this was a period piece, it'd be like, oh, I can kind of imagine that happened back in the day. You know, like all these yeah. abuses. But well, the fact that it's happening in the modern day that makes it more fucked up.
1: Yeah, well, I, I guess that's the kind of the point of the. Well, I'm going to call them a cult, right? It's like it some, is. Uh, it yeah. is a fucking cult. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's so, but it's so big. So when does a cult? Well, when is oh, a cult well, too big oh, to be a cult? Well,
0: Do you know what I mean? Well, what's the difference, David?
1: Hmm. I don't know if everybody gets behind it. Is it a cult? I guess. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Well, it's cult, right? And um, <laughs> so <laughs> the um uh yeah they they want to go like back to like simpler times and stuff like that for example in the second episode there's one of the uh handmaids has given birth and uh they've got on like um an old like victorian and chair and stuff like that right. and they've got this like old ceremony and it's like it's like, kind of creepy and weird you know but like that's just the way they go about things now you know mm-hmm. and um you know a bit like uh i don't know I'm not saying the Amish are like this, but I'm just saying, like, you know, they, they'll, they'll pick and choose
0: what they want from modern technology. Right. And for the most part, stay. The, the hypocrites, essentially, which actually goes into that, into the, I think it's like the last scene, kind of, It's not the last scene, but you know, when that guy's been mm. pretty much killed. Yes. Oh, there's, um, there's kind of an irony there because, she, you know, the, the main woman says that, oh, he raped somebody. And yeah the, the she reminds I don't me... Was, I, don't, I don't know if that was manipulation I don't know you know I think that's the point isn't it you don't know if he did do the crime or it's just that's just the world they live in yeah but I
1: really like that that you don't know and I, I think it's like because our yeah June um she like you don't really hear her in a monologue at this point dear it's like no he's so I took that as like it leaves it to interpretation of like well is is she brainwashed to a certain extent by the whole thing like is is it becoming her normal you know being one of these handmaids or is it like is she taking her frustration out mm. on, of a situation on this man she kicks him first you know kicks him down and they beat him to that's death
0: what, that's what's clever about it though because it could be either one of them yeah reasons. exactly yeah.
1: exactly and i am um, i love that scene I, I love the build up to that scene, the kind of bird's eye view, and all the mm-hmm. red like really popping out. Um, but there's definitely the
0: hypocrisy, and... isn't it? Because because they're, they're all getting raped. Aren't yeah, they, they
1: are. They, that's the thing. But that's the warped mentality of it all, isn't it? That, yeah. Like that they've, they'll convince. By the but way, the, the, if you the, nobody's seen the show, The Handmaids, like it's, the Handmaids are like the let's say, the 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 last fertile women in America, and um, there is normal. Well, they're not normal, but there are couples that live in this society and they can't have babies and they get given a handmaid, like a slave, essentially, or a pet.
0: Oh, is uh, that what it is? Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, they get given a handmaid and they do a weird ceremony where they will like the, the husband and the wife will stand in between each other and oh, the handmaid is, is in is? the middle. Yeah. And they're trying oh. to have the baby through the handmaid. That's that's.
0: I didn't click onto that. I thought he was like the cult leader.
1: He is one of the high up leaders, but like they all, all that's all the handmaids' jobs. That's that's what they.
0: Sorry, I I think I completely missed that. <laughs> Bloody hell! I, I, I no, I I thought I thought he was the cult leader, and he, he just impregnates everyone. No, no, no nope. price. Right. No, so it's like a couple in higher power, whatever, wanting a kid. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um
1: it's yeah it's a hierarchy kind of thing still so you know there's the guy who like lives over the road he doesn't have his own handmaid yet Mm -hmm. um he'll get one eventually as he moves up the ranks kind of thing you know right Um, i guess that makes
0: that makes that last like stare important doesn't it
1: yeah and 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 in this world as well um it's so don't get me wrong the the wife um she is a nasty piece of work basically but Mm -hmm. however that you do also feel really sympathetic towards her because she has to watch her husband? Well, it's have it's, sex. It's given a character it's... three
0: dimensions, isn't it? Rather than Mrs. Trunchbull.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I no, like the li- yeah. She, I was gonna say she is such so like the one from Matilda. Yeah. Um, but you kind of, yeah, you feel sympathetic for all the women really involved. It, this is this is a man's world. This yeah, and, and um, yeah. you know, you can tell that this was wrote by a woman but it's the like and i mean that as a compliment it's like the best
0: like this I, I, it's nuanced isn't it? yeah I, I, it it's you know because I, I it's one of those things like i absolutely detest rape, rape scenes in um films I, i'm not sure why but they just they, they really get to us yeah i don't i don't and like them I'm not either i'm of them um and Yeah, like I, I don't mind people being murdered in the most gruesome way or tortured, but just there's something about rape that just really gets to us. Mm -hmm. And um, but the way that was done, it was done in such a nuanced way. I feel like if it was written by a man, you know, you would have had the woman, you know, fucking in the shower or something, you know, breaking down or something. Yeah. Um. But there's there's a definite nuance because she's obviously got to hide it, hasn't she as well? It's Mm -hmm. all of that, which goes into a lot of. there's allegories to a lot of like powerful women or women in general who have to suffer loads and silence mm-hmm. as well. So I, I thought that was, that was really powerful and you could tell, you know, it's just like, right. There's no, there's no time to be traumatized by this. I've got to get my kid back. Yeah. Get out of this. Yeah. And a yeah. lot
1: of it is like her like hanging on to her sanity throughout yeah. all of this like horrible situation. Mm-hmm. There's nobody to even scream to. You can't even scream to yourself. You know, like you can't lose it. Yep. Like um
0: It's nineteen eighty four, isn't it? It's like you can't even think. Yeah.
1: Um yeah. and it kind of shows that the whole idea, like, the women don't even the women who aren't handmaids, they don't have any power necessarily. They're like they're all like trophy wives to some extent. You know, they're kinda like mm. they'll have meetings together and they like kinda have to go by certain rules and it's the men doing all the like and that that again is going back to like what they consider like traditional values and stuff like that, you know. It's well, like... you,
0: you can you can argue what happens today if you look at the whole M. Weinstein thing. Yeah, of course. You know, you, you have a lot of famous people who could have said something, and you know they, they didn't say something because, like, oh yeah, what Weinstein did was good. It was because of the, there was like a fear factor, and they didn't want to lose their lifestyle or ha- have that threatened. It's all power structures like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Because it's still yeah. a man's world, yeah. Today. And yeah, um...
0: even today, yeah
1: and that, that that's why I, I i think this is so like powerful i think it really made me feel a bit minging to be a man <laughs> yeah i know what you mean you know but not in like a pandering kind of way like it no, d- didn't no it's
0: new ones isn't it it didn't
1: like um they don't
0: they don't make any of the men necessarily twirling a mustache bad don't they? know no,
1: no um, it's more
0: it's it's more nuanced than that weird yeah.
1: casting of that commander um he looks so much like um, Adam Levine from Maroon Rise. Five, right? Yeah, who was apparently a twat. <laughs> so, and Still he looks is, a, apparently, yeah, and he looks a bit like Jared Leto as well. He looks, and Jared Leto has
0: uh, his oh, own island full of women, oh, does not he? A cult as well. Yeah, funny enough, funny enough, Elizabeth Moss is a um, Scientologist. Is she? Yeah. No way. And funnily enough, I've got it right here. She she talked about us and she says, um, there are two things you're never supposed to talk at, at dinner, politics or religion. Uh, and of course, I'm doing the Handmaid's Tale, which is politics and religion. So it's a strange situation when you're asked about the about these topics, considering I'm part of the Sci- Church of Scientology. Yeah. It's not even an answer, is it? <laughs> no. Uh, th- yeah, and she's, sh- she pretty much made the whole point that she kind of kind of wants to separate the two type of thing funnily enough when um oh sorry my my mind's good i'm really bad at actors names um yeah so so with matthew you know and um what's the uh, true detective christ uh so matthew mcconaughey have you seen true detective i have not no so matthew mcconaughey is really religious yeah i I do know that yeah right and uh in in true detective the character player is like a staunch atheist i'm not talking you know, like, oh, well, you know, I don't believe in God, but, you know, he's like, he's like, no, you, you, like, we all should, you know, we all should just walk hand in hand to extinction. We are absolutely horrible creatures. There's no God, you know, proper, mm-hmm. like, what's the point in life type of thing. Yeah, And I always find it interesting when you have actors who are extremely different from what their character is and their, like, political beliefs, but they have to play a character that is completely opposite to how they think. Mm. And the fact that... Um, Elizabeth Moss is in a cult, but then you then you could use the argument that Christianity is a cult as well. You know, it depends how far you go with this. But you know, the fact that she's in um, a cult and she's playing a character that's trying to get out of her, yeah, well, I find I find quite interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, it's just that she's a good actor. <laughs> yeah, with Matthew yeah, McConaughey. Not fucking Daniel Day Lewis, who has to pretend he's in the fucking Church of Scientology for a decade. He doesn't oh, pretend.
0: Please. He he just he, if he was if he, if he was doing it, he would just join and be completely indoctrinated for real it wouldn't even be for research he'd just do it he built a fucking house with his own bare hands just to get into the mindset of somebody who builds a house he's an absolute melt he is he's a he's just a
1: he's just a like the the way people worship him and the way people treat him the fact that he got steven spielberg to call him mr president i fuck i deserves a slap It's it's just
0: um it's well, sure, he's not a good actor, isn't he? He's, he's not good a good at, he's actor. Good, he, 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 he's good at... He's good at um, impersonating... Um, not impersonating. He's good at just being the character, which I guess is what acting is. But, you know, you have somebody... <laughs> he's, I think not there's even, a, he's not even
1: that. He's an over-actor. I th- he's I, a massive I think, over-actor.
0: I think there was a great thing about this. So um so Gary Oldman played um, played Churchill. Yep. Right. And I think in the same year, Christine Bale um played... um. Vice President Dick Cheney. Yeah, he did. And, and they're both they're both fat men. So, Christian Bale spent like six months putting on masses of weight, made himself morbidly obese to play this character. And then Gary Oldman just put on a fat suit. Yeah. Now, which one's the wisest, David? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Christian Bale proper method acted, you know, what the type of diet this man would eat, what he would read every day, all of like this. Gary Oldman just slapped on a fat suit and put on a, a Churchill accent job's done because <laughs> yeah. he can fucking act hello hello, hello 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 uh, got it there go. got <laughs> it <laughs> but uh, I think that's acting to me Robert Downey Jr is the same he says he doesn't even bother like trying to get into the mindset of a character he just puts it on mm-hmm. I know I, acting, and I know dude. it's a
1: bit controversial but like Robert Downey Jr playing in um, sorry like acting in Tropic Thunder is amazing it is like it's amazing yeah because he's a good so, actor yeah <laughs> he's so good at, he's like he's playing a method actor
0: Playing a black man. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's so good. That's that's so late. No, when he got nominated for yeah. an Oscar for it, yeah. fair play to him. Because mm-hmm. it was one of the, because you, know, you don't normally get nominated for comedy, don't you know, as an actor, but you could tell the Academy were like, it's too good, isn't it? Yeah. Like the, the amount of effort he would have had to have done to do that do that part.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Exactly. And um, yeah, I think uh, Elizabeth Moss is perfect in that role i couldn't she's i couldn't pick insane. anybody she else su- she's
0: such a good actress these um have you seen uh mad men
1: no but i know she's
0: in that because that's her big break and she's yeah. ridiculously good in that she's in this other it's a new zealand show it's like a crime drama she puts on new zealand accents mm. and um she's fantastic in that the show's the show's kind of bang average imagine you know it's like um line of duty but without the the comedy <laughs> and uh <laughs> oh god and uh yeah but she's fantastic and she' she's one of she's one of them I'm, I'm, another good thing about this if this was casted by a generic Hollywood casting director they would have just casted all good looking people. don't get me wrong a lot of the characters are all very good looking don't get me wrong but the fact that she's one of those like actors who isn't traditionally good-looking in the Hollywood sense, mm-hmm. but that brings so much character, brings so much groundness. And um, I'm, I'm sorry for going on a ramble here, but it, re- it reminds me of the difference between The Thing from um, John Carpenter's The Thing to yeah. the, the remake. Now, people bitch and moan about the CGI and that, and, and, and that's a problem in itself. But The thing that makes the two completely different is that the original had actors that looked like real people. They were just blokes who were working in Antarctica. Mm-hmm. you know yeah. what i mean they were just every ordinary men, and if you look at the remake they're all just good-looking good-looking hollywood actors with no personality but just look great yeah yeah it, i know and, and, it does it's, it, it, and it's a big difference it makes
1: no sense does it like and because yeah i know like kurt russell is ridiculously good looking but like
0: he is, he's got he's got he, a big ass some, beard and it's like there's something just looks, about him isn't there? Y- yeah and, and like, i think because you know for, for elizabeth moss isn't unattractive. At all, no, don't get me wrong, she's very attractive, but she's not cliché Hollywood attractive, no. if you know what I mean. And I think that's what just, just makes, and she's, she's ridiculously good, and she's doing really cool roles as well. She hasn't done anything stupid yet. No? Like no dumb as fuck, you know. James, uh, James, she hasn't done a James Corden film yet, and so well, good on her.
1: Maybe, maybe there's something in this Scientology. Seems to be yeah, working I for mean, people. It's, it's from,
0: working for Tom Cruise,
1: apart from John Travolta, bless him. But everybody, well, yeah, everybody I mean, else.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, he was kind of messed up beforehand. But uh. well,
1: they, 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 they weren't happy with him when he was in that musical, Hairspray. Yes, they did not like that. They did not really. Proof. Yeah.
0: Why? Oh, because he was dressing as a woman. Yeah, not, no, they, they didn't like that. that. Are, they, are they like that? Are they? It, um, yeah. No into that. No. Nah. I I I love John Travolta in that. I think it's kind of what made it.
1: Mm-hmm. He's yeah. great. He's great in a lot of things. It's if great, people yeah. if people know, you know what like... to do with him, he's just terrible at pick and rolls. <laughs>
0: it's like, yeah, it's it's he's he, he's he's one of those that just needs like a cool director just to fling him in something. Mm-hmm. You know, like Tarantino does. You know, he was perfect. Yeah, for just he had a, random actors. I mean, God, I
1: mean, like you don't realize how old he is. Like t- um, John Revolta had his comeback in 1994.
0: <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that's mad. But she's fantastic. Um, and another actress I want to talk about, I can't remember her name, but she was in Sin City, if you remember. Uh, she's the other handmaid who they walk, who she walks with.
1: Yeah. Oh my God, I was, was trying to figure out where I recognized her from. Yes now
0: yes. i think this was i think this might have been the best understated part of this pilot yeah because um the whole thing and it, it's one of the one of the most brilliant moments actually and it but it isn't like in your face amazing that's just mm-hmm. very subtle because so the bit of context elizabeth moss's character um, they have to walk in twos whenever they're out and about and she makes a whole point that um oh they need somebody for protection but really she's you know the it's spy.
1: Yeah, the the, the, the way they set it up is they're they're made to not trust each other, so they're
0: spying in each other. Yeah, and and the way she, the way they make her character, like she kind of fucks somebody off, another handmaiden at the grocery store, to um and and that and that alludes that oh right, she she's in on the inside. She's like spying on people. She's doing everything perfect. She's you know she's, you know you 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 don't want to drop the act in front of her. Yeah, and that's how it goes for the whole thing. She seems very really like sociopathic. In front of people, instant sympathetic. You know, she's she, she's full down the cold rabbit hole, and then right at the end, I think it's one of the last scenes. She she eventually opens up and that she, you know, she had a wife and they had a kid, and and you can tell she's she's actually really, she wants to get out of this as much as Elizabeth Moffat's character. Mm-hmm. I hope they don't fuck over the audience and actually she actually is just a bad guy. I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna go with it, but I, I thought that was a really cool little um little plot device there yeah it is great it's set up really well like um because they, they would have just made it oh she's the bad one who's an alien oh my god i can't believe how oh, she did this you know the one who kind of rats everyone out yeah no but i no. think
1: i think the show's a lot smarter than
0: that it is and I, that's what i'm saying i'm saying in, in another another show when I would have you know if this was written by somebody else for instance this whole concept would have been done a bit differently. Yeah. Well, the
1: the showrunner is a man called um, Bruce Miller. Okay. And he, well, he's the producer, yeah, but... Mm -hmm. mm, What else has he done? A Town Called Eureka, Alphas, The 100. Not a lot, really. Not like, not anything to this standard, you know? Mm -hmm. He was a producer on ER that isn't that the show that George Clooney came from that what we're trying to think of
0: the thing that he's famous for
1: yeah is that is that the show
0: what what er yeah yeah i think so yeah
1: yeah well there you go but um i don't really have cuz i i almost don't want to like spoil anything of it like i'd like highly recommend it. i think it's one of the best things we've done in a while like,
0: yes. And, um, well, to be fair, David, I mean, our past like four episodes have been utter shenanigans, haven't they? <laughs>
1: yeah, I know, I know. Like, I kind of forgot that we actually, like, can, we can review we, we, a show we, Probably we, we can review,
0: like, serious dramas, good, like, well-written stuff. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but we've done fucking dinosaurs, Thomas the Tank Engine and, um... King of the Hill. King of the Hill. Yeah.
1: So. One of the, um, one of the things I do find interesting is that, um, season one... Better mind season four is out now, it's coming out now every week. Do you think do you think
0: this gets milked?
1: Well, the book ends uh at the end of season one.
0: So the, the, they've milked it, haven't they?
1: I'd be surprised if they can
0: I can't see how the story can last four seasons. I'm 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 you know, happy to be wrong, but I just mm. it just doesn't feel like a big epic TV show. It feels like a two seasoner I, I know, obviously, America do, Americans don't do that, but...
1: I, I think it could expand more, could get more interesting. You know, I think there's a lot of places you can take it. Um, yeah,
0: I know, but I don't want it to, to devolve into, you know, a ragtag bunch of ex-handmaids who 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 run away, and now it becomes a story of them on the run or something. Well, it
1: goes all prison break on you. Yeah. Kind of thing. Well, I haven't seen that far anyway so I don't know it's it's going to be that isn't it or something possibly I mean um, here's the giveaway I guess what do you think the IMDB rating is for the whole show
0: Uh, I've already seen it so I'm going to ask you it.
1: oh I've seen it as well oh it's (laughs) (laughs) 8.4 but
0: but 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 but
1: but, but I haven't seen I
0: thought it would be higher Uh, well that's the thing I I haven't seen I haven't seen the first episode um, I think my personal view it's it's a good hard nine point one. I was. But I don't know. I don't know how, don't know how p- other people are gonna take it. That's the. I was gonna
1: say eight point
0: nine. Okay, so let's have a look, shall we, boys? Uh, so yeah, eight point three. It's one of the lowest ones, actually.
1: Really? Like That's very surprising. I
0: thought it was very strong. And, and and another thing which doesn't get mentioned, I love the music. It it it's why it reminds me of a lot of Terence Malick. Mm. And that you know how it's um, the non-linearness about it. there's um, there's one bit which I thought was really cool. I I don't know the reason why it was in there from like a thematic point of view, but it's the bit where um, I think she's talking to somebody, and then it cuts just for a brief second to her and another girl outside. But you don't know it's them two Yeah. And then she eventually gets to that girl outside the gate, and then it goes back to that. So it's it's a bit of a loop. It's like it's kind of jumping itself. Yeah, it, it, I don't know the reason for it, but I, I love shit like that, and I don't know I don't know why I like it, but it's it's very like y Terrence Malick. It's that kind of nonlinear editing which I just fucking love. Can't get enough of it. Yeah, and it happen and it happens it happens near the end. The music swells in, and it's just a little bits of clips here and there, and something's building. Yeah, yeah. it's cool.
1: Well, maybe I should look at um, who is the director. Mm. Of episode one, Reed Morano. Um, Reed Murano has done. Ah, uh, he's more known as a cinematographer actually, which okay. is probably why it looks so good.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's not. It's not in your face, good. It's not like yeah, like check out this shot, gang. It's you know, it's all, it's all purpose driven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a lot of TV shows that are just like everyone just like wanks off over them or how amazing it looks but there's like it the shot looks amazing but like there's just nothing there's nothing behind it Uh It looks good for the sake of it well
1: she was picked for a reason it's a lady reed morano oh and it makes perfect sense i'm glad i'm glad of that because i was worried that like because the showrunner was a man i didn't want to delve too much into it but like i thought well it's a shame because the book was written by a woman and yeah like, like I said, it, it's better from a woman's perspective. Mm-hmm. Even watching as a man, like, you know it should be from a woman's perspective. And I'm glad that the director
0: It's it's actually very a... sho- it's it's very soft, the mm-hmm. cinematography. I don't know if you notice. It's um reminds me of Lost in Translation for some reason. Like there's a certain like the colour palette's really soft, it's got like a fuzz to it.
1: Yeah, yeah, like eternal sunshine. It's film yeah, from that yeah. time
0: period. It's, it's, yeah. I, I don't know if I don't know if it's green, it probably is, but it just feels very soft. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like it's ge- it's like a gentle even though it's about a very dark subject matter yeah it's very um feels cozy even though it's not it's kind of off putting
1: and 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 I think it's all done by design not
0: yeah way. oh absolutely it's it's very well thought out of i i as I said I think my only issue is they had that intro bit I have a feeling their hand was forced there I think they originally would have wanted it at the start where her monologue. Comes in possibly, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm probably I might be wrong, but it just it feels very like, oh no, you know, it feels like a board going like, guys, what you've made is fantastic, but it, it needs it needs an, a, it needs that bit at the start to get the, the, the hook people in because mm-hmm. people don't like slow burners, don't they? Not, don't like something that just starts where it starts and you just slowly get information mm-hmm. and it builds itself. They want a, they want a big action bit at the start,
1: yeah. It is a first episode after all. Has exactly. to follow some rules,
0: doesn't it? Yeah, which which was my problem. I think that I think that's the only thing that that took it from being Yeah. I I think if that was taken out it would have been just pure masterpiece level. Well
1: are you gonna watch more? And I mean genuinely are you gonna watch more or not?
0: Well i I'm not desperate to straight away.
1: Cause I watched the second episode again immediately and I'll be watching more tonight. Mm. I gobble up shit like this.
0: Um, on a side note, I watched all of Invincible. Did you? Yeah.
1: What did you think? <laughs> it's, it's great. <laughs> yeah. The, um, just because... I I haven't talked to Batchel about it since, actually. I need to. But um, that second episode was really off-button for me.
0: I quite like it in hindsight. I think I was... Just in a bad mood. I might have just been in a bad mood. Yeah. I'm just not in a mood for it. Well when um it was one of those that kind of um the first part of it kind of starts a bit like oh, god don't give a fuck but if you like keep going with it you're like ah oh, everything makes sense cool yeah and i I like it has a, has a purpose it, it's in an, it's another pilot weirdly enough i think it kind of introduces a lot of new people
1: yeah but I, I think it does it too quick too forced and that's yeah, what like so. i didn't care about yeah. the characters but
0: i did care about all the characters by the end that's what I mean. I don't think at the time I'd, I was like I, I can't be asking yeah. these new characters. But
1: um, the the last two episodes are unbelievable. <laughs> it is worth it for the whole thing. Just yeah, stick with Invincible for those last two. I've got to say, I just cannot see them topping that season one. To be honest, I think I think it'll get too uh, ridiculous.
0: Kind of already is though. It's set its standard, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I know, but. Ah oh, yeah, I love that. I I I loved it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So fair fair play. So
0: sure. it, go back to the Handmaid's Tale. Um yeah. Would you recommend it?
1: Absolutely. Uh, to anybody. Uh, as long as long as you're over eighteen, obviously, or fifteen, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> yeah. I don't make the rules. It's, it's, you know what I mean. It's,
0: it's not Thomas Tank Engine age, isn't it? Not. No. 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 But
1: um. Yeah. Particularly I would recommend it to the alpha male. Maybe you'll learn something. Mm. You know? <laughs> and learn the right things. Not don't get any ideas about overthrowing a country so you can have sex with other women, you freaks. <laughs> but um Yeah. It's uh it, it, it
0: feels spiritually connected to flea bag for some reason. Or maybe I'm just being a generic bloke and going like, Oh, it's another yeah oh because it's
1: made by women it must be like fleabag eh? yeah, yeah yeah probably I I,
0: i've got to say it's, po- completely... it's my it's, it's probably my misogyny i was gonna
1: say i completely disagree with you
0: but <laughs> yeah fair enough i
1: haven't seen much of fleabag to be fair so mm. who might say uh, um no loved it and i can't wait to watch more and i will let you know when i get the season two why i think because if, if, if i'm it gonna get the
0: ra- if, it, if it goes off the rails yeah
1: because i think i'll get there really quick give me a fortnight i'll be there so
0: well i saw a poster for season four and it looks like it's went off the rails already
1: <laughs> yeah but it probably has but it probably mm-hmm. has but you know you watched cobra kai all the way through so
0: yeah but, that, but that's absolute schlock and it knows it <laughs> yeah <laughs> true and it's it, it's you know it wears it like a badge of honor can't get enough of it loves it yeah Fair enough. That's, that's the difference. Fair enough. Yeah. Cool. Is there anything else you want to say, or should we end it there? Um.
1: No, no, that's it. It's just um, no, it doesn't necessarily count because it's not from this year, but it's in my top five of what we've watched this year.
0: Oh, th- that's quite a good episode idea, actually.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll do it when it's been a year for us.
0: That's a very good idea. We'll we'll because yeah, we started in um we started in um, early December, didn't we? Like mid December. Yep, I think it was the so I
1: think it was the third of December our first. So episode. that's
0: perfect to do an episode of just what's the best of what we've seen. Yeah. What we've reviewed so far.
1: Yeah, I've been I've been thinking about that anyway and we should, absolutely. And do like a top
0: god, how many episodes would it be by then? Top fifty f- f- or something? fifty. Fifty four. So we do the top fifty. Oh, yeah
1: god would will have to leave four out what would be what would be
0: the four would drop out <laughs> just for the sake of the title yeah well, we're getting rid of all the carbon so fuck that show um <laughs> yeah, I, well yeah i don't know there's actually worse now isn't there <laughs> since
1: <laughs> it have seen worse yeah. since then i've got to say all carbon i enjoyed it more than line of duty and i'm not joking god i fucking hate that show i hated it what the f- i don't get it at all
0: so, line of, so line of duty is your your least favorite at the minute, mm. even more than Batwoman.
1: It's not much better than Batwoman. Mm. <laughs> I'm 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 not saying that for any sort of effect. That's what I think. Mm. Fucking have a go at me, whatever. I don't care. God. <laughs> like that's my opinion, and you're entitled to yours. I won't. I wouldn't change your opinion. <laughs> what am i saying all
0: this god i'm attacking you sorry I'm, I'm 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 happy for this opinion david i quite like it
1: no i'm not attacking you i'm attacking the listener it's like god
0: <laughs> the listeners get like eh what did i have? i didn't say anything
1: yeah I know. but i knew you were thinking it
0: speaking of saying stuff david and um, if if people want to recommend what we should review next week or have any comments on this week's episode did did we miss something did we say something inappropriate let, let us know you can let us know at don't blame the pilot at gmail.com and we're on Instagram, not Facebook once again. And you can send us a message, a voice message, which we will play in the show on um, on our anchor page. Um, anchor.com forward slash don't blame the pilot. I'm on Twitter as well for good measure. And uh yeah, we'll love to hear from you and we'll see you next week.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for listening everybody. Yeah. Um thank you guys. Yeah, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. And thanks again to Batchel for giving us a massive shout out. If you're here from there, I hope it was worth your while. And if not, take it out on him.
0: <laughs> so. It's all his fault. All right. On, the, on that bomb show, see you in a bit. Yeah, probably. take it easy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.